Y'all, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. Hello and welcome to another episode of Therapy is Life where thinking, feeling and experiencing well-being is the name of the game. Today, I gotta tell you, I ain't no Scrooge. We gonna have to terminate those holiday blues. Today I have with me special guests, Kristen Morris and Jessica Thomas. They're both clinical social workers and therapists. And they are the co-founders of New Heights Counseling here in Cleveland, Ohio. How y'all doing today? Good. Good. Well, good. That's what's up. I'm glad y'all doing good. When y'all woke up this morning, how cold was it outside? Real, real cold. <laughs> real cold. Too cold. It was too cold. I, you know, I got up, I went outside, and I was like, man, it's a nice but cold day. Uh-huh. But at least it ain't no snow, right? Yeah, it's no yes. snow. Yep, not yet. I feel the old school stuff. Have you heard the hawk is out? No. The, hawk. <laughs> the hawk is out. Yeah, the hawk is out. The cold is out. Yeah, the cold is out. It's definitely it's definitely colder here. And today we want to talk about the holiday blues and, and talk about being cold. And in fact, you know what? This time of year, people in America and all over the world experience these, these things we call the holiday blues. And I guess we can start off by saying, you know, particularly here in America, it gets colder outside. Yeah. So, you know, we might want to stay in a little bit and might not want to do as much. We're not as active. So that might be one issue that we might face during this time. Another thing might be because, hey, there's less sunlight. We might be less likely to get exposed to sunlight and get those things we need, which might contribute to us having a holiday blues. In fact, we could argue from about October the October the 15th through about the middle of February, we might be in this season where we call it the holiday blues. Now, today... When I say I'm not no Scrooge, cause I ain't trying to have no holiday blues. I must, I want to look at, I want us to talk about how, some of the different factors that might influence us into having the holiday blues. In this portion of our episode, we're gonna be talking about some things like what are the holiday blues? What are signs and symptoms? When does the holiday blues occur? Duh, I think I kind of already said that. And why do you think the holiday blues may occur? In our second portion, we're going to explore grief. We're going to explore some of the ways you're going to manage your holiday blues. And what can we do to be better listeners during the holiday season? All right. So with my friends, I guess I got to ask y'all this question. Are y'all ready? Yeah, ready. Yep. Before we get too deep off into this, let me ask a simple question. 
What is one of your favorite holiday movies? Oh, what was yours? The Home Alone's. Yep. Yep. The, the Home Alone's. Yeah. And I think as an adult, what is it called? Best Man Holiday, The Best Man Christmas. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. That I'm is so sad. Movie. I get so depressed when I watch that movie. I oh, love no. it. Oh, bring, but look what it has. It has a lot. It has everything. Laughter, joy, music, grief. Yes. A lot of grief. It's, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> was it? Is it that bad? Is it like I've never seen any of the best man? You gotta um, just watch the holiday. It. Okay. Oh, best man holiday. Oh, jeez. Yeah. A lot, of grief. <laughs> a lot of family and friendship drama. Yeah. yeah. It got all. It's a good movie though. Okay. I'll throw mine in there. Yeah. So I'm with Jess. The Home Alone's as a kid, mm -hmm. love Home Alone. Like that was, and we'll still watch that now. Yeah. As a adult, I think my favorite is Jingle Jangle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jingle Jangle is it. good. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. My daughter keep watching that over and over yeah. again. And every time she watches it, can you watch it with me, Daddy? Can you watch it with me, Daddy? Like, that's a favorite. We watch that probably every day uh, over the yeah. past. I mean, that, that's a really great movie. It talks a lot about hope and yeah. overcoming some difficult odds to, mm -hmm. to achieve what you want to achieve in life. I love that movie. You know, you guys have hit it so well with the Home Alones and the, and the God. What, what was the other one? Best Man. Best Man. Yeah, those are so good. You know, I like to think about the holiday blues, and I also think about that movie, The Christmas Carol. When I went, the ghost of the, the ghost of Christmas past, present, yeah. and future. Mm -hmm. And when I think about that movie and I think about the holiday blues, I oftentimes realize this man, people have been having the holiday blues for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe his name Charles Dickens when he wrote that book in 1843. <laughs> I think it was December 19th, 1843. I've watched the movies hundreds of times. This movie is about a person who's a miser, Ebenezer Scrooge, right? The miser who doesn't like Christmas, humbug. But when you begin to evaluate why he doesn't like Christmas, you understand he's had a lot of hurt, frustration, disappointments, and he's stingy as I don't know what. So when Christmas comes, bah humbug, you know, it's just, I just don't like it. But he speaks to the fact that the Christmas or the holiday blues been around for a long time. Yeah. It ain't just something we experiencing today. So if we ask, if somebody was to ask, when did it start? I would say a long time ago. We don't know when, but a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Maybe as soon as they started having holidays, the collective consciousness of humanity came together and started creating these holidays. People started having stress <laughs> around trying to participate in yeah, those holidays. Sure. So with that being said, how would you guys define the holiday blues? Go ahead. I would say just feeling down, you know, mm -hmm. feeling overwhelmed, anxious, you know, just, yeah, just feeling yeah. blah. Mm -hmm. yeah. like blah, not really being able to get into the like hopeful, joyful excitement of it mm -hmm. all. Just feeling like whatever, yeah. like it's not that important or not really being able to engage in mm -hmm. what's going on. Kind of like I could take it and leave it mm -hmm. or leave it type of thing. Gotcha. So we might experience some depression or anxiety symptoms, yeah, that sure. low motivation, right? Not feeling like I want to be around anybody. Yeah. I just want to be left alone in my average home. <laughs> being annoyed <laughs> even with other people, right? Like being yeah, annoyed with yeah, other people. Yeah. Like, dang, I don't know what they're so yeah. happy about or what everybody's so excited about. Exactly. Just leave me alone. You know, I'm ready to curse you out once you, you get in my face. Don't start talking to me because I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm a, I'm about to curse you out. Of course, on the other end, we might ruminate, be 
constantly worried about the expectations yeah. and things yeah. we're trying to things we're trying to accomplish during the holiday. So we'll be all worried about what we're going to do and how mm -hmm. we're going to do it and everything. Are we, who are we going to be able to take care of and it's if we're going to miss anybody and everything or all the different parties we might want to go to or mm -hmm. people that we don't want to be around whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. Why do you think they occur? Oh, many reasons. Recent breakup, yeah. um, death loss. of a parent or, yeah. you know, family member. Yep. Some um, of the stuff you said about trying to do everything, trying mm -hmm. to go to all the parties, trying to buy all the gifts for everybody in the office and for all your family, about job loss, mm -hmm. anything. Gotcha. Gotcha. Why did, let me ask you this. Why do you think someone may not want to be around family members or socialize? What might be some of the reasons? They could be not where they are in life. You know, maybe they're, they don't have a date or they're not married yet. So a lot of times those holiday parties come with uncomfortable questions. When are you having a baby? When are you getting married? You know, you broke up with that person already. You know, those uncomfortable, they just don't want to be around that. Yeah. I, I, I get you. They don't want to have those venting sessions. Yeah. They don't have to have those venting sessions. You know, those interrogations. Interrogation. Right? Yeah. yeah. Interrogations, right? Who for now? Yeah, and, and somebody feeling like there's something wrong with me, right? Somebody yeah. feeling like there's something wrong with me. There's, you know, why I don't have these. What would you say about somebody? Because I've heard this a lot as a therapist. Somebody who says I don't want to be around anyone or around certain people because I don't like their political views. They always want to discuss stressful things. It's either politics or religion. What would you say about things like that? Yeah, that's a tough one. We actually just had this conversation come up a couple of days ago. One of my clients was saying the same thing, like Thanksgiving was so stressful. Mm -hmm. All they talked about was everything that made me uncomfortable from mm -hmm. kids to sexuality to money to education. Everything was just mm -hmm. too much. And so one of the things that I would say is to know what your stopping point is, mm -hmm. right? Right, you right. You don't have to sit and stew or sit and be uncomfortable yeah. or sit and feel not welcome. You can leave. Yeah, set some um, boundaries. Yeah. yeah, set some boundaries. I'm only going to stay this amount of time or I'm not going to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just not going to do it. What, what about, we go down, we go a little farther. What about some, some a deeper issue mm -hmm. when somebody says, I don't want to go because there's this uncle or there's this aunt that touched me the wrong way. Mm -hmm. People want me to come around, but I can't be around that person. But they expect me and I just feel so uncomfortable with that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, Jared, I think you mentioned, alluded to this earlier about being better listeners. Right. right? So honoring people's requests, not yeah. necessarily pushing or pressing people to do stuff. If, you know, if somebody is just saying, no, you know, I'm really not feeling it. I don't want to go. Not trying to drag them and mm -hmm. hog tie them to make them go and be around a space. Respecting people's privacy. Yeah. Those might be topics that, you know, maybe they haven't explored with anybody yet, or maybe they're working through mm -hmm. with therapy. So yeah. respecting people's, honor, honoring people's requests when they say like, listen, no, I don't want to go. I don't feel good about it or I'm just not interested. Yeah. yeah or, you know, and, and taking it to another level, you might be in these families where people know these things have happened Yeah. and they just want to act hush hush like, oh, nothing happened. You know, Uncle Tom, he's nice, man. You can go around him. It's okay. And you thinking, are uh, you thinking, heck, nah, I ain't doing that. 
I ain't doing that. I ain't going around them. I ain't letting my kids go around them. We just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's this cognitive dissonance and you're feeling guilty and bad about not going and not being around your family because there's other people that you care about, but you just don't want to be around this certain individual. And you don't understand why the family just won't like excommunicate this person. Yeah, we can't make people do what we want them to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But we can make our own decisions. Yes. So picking and choosing when you want to go. You yeah. know, exactly. your time is going to get drunk early and go home. We can go after that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so that's yeah. 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 So, so, so what do y'all think about how does social media play a role and how we feel about the holidays. I think, yeah. yeah, I think social media just sets this standard that everybody's life is picture perfect. Yes. You know, everybody has everything, you know, all these gifts are being bought and, you know, there's no struggle behind it and all of that. So I just think it paints a false narrative. It has people doing a lot of comparing mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of moving beyond their, you know, their means. Their means. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, makes, it can make it stressful for yeah, sure. Yeah, very stressful. Everybody's got the perfect picture with a perfect family and a perfect mm -hmm. kids and dog and it's like oh i'm not taking pictures or i'm not doing you know that i just said that sizing up that comparing that makes you feel like what yours is not enough not um, good but enough yeah what you got is not enough what you have is or what you're doing is not enough and it's, it's glamorized right yeah. social media we use a filter yeah it's sure a pain <laughs> right we see in people's life in a very small window yeah yeah you know i like to tell people old school don't believe the hype yeah, yeah exactly don't believe the hype exactly. <laughs> like, don't believe the hype like because you don't know what people are really going through and they'll take sure. a picture of their life being so good and so grand and everything but really as somebody said to me she said you know mr mcgee i was so disappointed I used to watch my family and they would always be having these grand times and uh, wonderful experiences. And I wanted to have experiences just like them. So you know what I did? I got up, I moved my life to be around them. And what I realized was they was a bunch of couch potatoes sitting on their gluteus, not doing much at all, but making making videos for social media, pictures yeah, for social yeah. media. Yeah. And she said, I was so disappointed that I, I changed my life based on that. Yeah, so yeah. we can't believe the hype. We can't validate our own experience based on other people's experience. We have yeah. to be comfortable in our own skin and our experience is good. I think yeah. one of the challenges for us with that is as human beings, we're oftentimes dichotomous thinkers and we tend to look at other people's experiences and say, oh, wow, look at that. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I want that too, because we lack a true self-reference to validate our own experiences in a way that make them good for us. Yeah. So there's always this comparison track. Yeah. And of course, our society with social media and then also advertisement, they're always pushing on us stuff. For you know? sure. So we never feel like what we have is good enough. It's always that chase to go get some something more, right? Else. Yeah. 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 Something else. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So there's always that chase. And then, so now you're digging that hole. So you never feel, mm -hmm. I can never feel content. But anyway, so, so do is there? You guys have any other thing you like to add to that section? Yeah, yeah. I think one of the things that we are big on here is having that internal, like tapping into that sense of self and having your own set of values mm -hmm. that you honor yourself with, right? So these things are important to me. So this is what I'm gonna evaluate my life based on. Everybody don't care about being married or having kids, or not that they don't care, but that's not a priority for everybody in the same way, right? Everybody. Mm -hmm. Care about having a you know 
$200,000 paying job or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, think about what's important to you and live your life based on that. Yeah. You know, go ahead. I was just going to say, I said this last week, just go where the love is. Yeah. You know, you don't have to stick to the same traditions if they're not serving you anymore. Yeah. So create your own traditions with your own, you know, group of friends or family travel. You know, you don't have to do the same thing if it's not bringing you. Yeah, that is so good. It makes me think that ideals are just ideals, yes. but our own life is ours to live. And we, yes. Should, yes. we should be at peace with yes. our own narrative. Because guess what, man? The relationship that we talk about is not for everybody because it's mm -hmm. not going to make everybody happy. Mm -hmm. And yep. we all know that. But relationships, they are only about maybe a little over less than half people are truly happy mm -hmm. in with their relationships. Yeah. And I want to be careful with those numbers because I haven't <laughs> searched it. But, you know, yeah, divorce rates are real. Yeah. Divorce rates are real. And to some degree, the problem is we have such ideals about relationships mm -hmm. that we see them in ways that are so fictitious and yes. not based in reality because there's no experience that can be our everything. Yeah. That might sound nice in a song. You are my everything and <laughs> everything is you. That sounds nice in a song, but right. you're my partial thing. And, and my, my other part is, is something else. You know that old saying, it, it takes a village to raise a child? Well, definitely to have a happy life, it takes a village of experiences. Yes, that's and, so real. And if we just focus on the holidays and we feel all these crazy expectations to have to do all these things we're probably going to have some depression and or anxiety yeah um, so with that being said listen we're going to close out discussion but we're going to continue in the next episode where we're going to talk about grief we're going to talk a little bit more about things we can do to manage the holiday blues so we won't be a scrooge i'll talk to you later and please don't forget to like and subscribe Yes. Well, I might be a Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs>